0: Hey everybody, welcome to Formlessness, uh, the show. Um, today, well, if you're, the, if you're listening for the first time, welcome, welcome, well, well, welcome. Um, this is the show that's always being... This is the show, this is the show where every episode is its own universe. That is the beauty of formlessness. It can be anything, and so therefore, you never know what you're going to get. Whenever one of these comes out, maybe it's going to be me talking alone. Maybe um, it's going to be me being a bunch of different people. Maybe it's going to be me being silly. Maybe it's me being serious. Maybe it's another. Maybe it's with another person. Those episodes are always listenable. <laughs> um, speaking of listenable, there is a enormous well. Yeah, I I would say there's a very rich and full archive of this show on Patreon, patreon patreon.com slash formlessness. If you'd like to really dive into the real, the real, real, Um, I intend for this show to be something that exists in the world. In a space where I have found nothing else to exist, which is likened to being the same as this, if you know what I'm saying, um, <laughs> and what that it, what is that unique um, place in the universe? This, well, it's a podcast where it is um, a podcast that that captures. And, and, um, well, first of all, it's not just a podcast. It's just a show. Let's be honest. What are we doing? Podcasts? Sometimes this uh, this, this show is videoed. So there's a lot of uh, fully produced video episodes archived on Patreon as well. Uh, the long and short of what I'm saying is I make this show to be an unfiltered and... Raw and real expression of myself, allowing myself to be um, the giving myself the the most free opportunity to express myself however i'm feeling without needing to stick to an identity or a uh, you know a set of rules or anything like that so with that being said, I have maintained a pattern with this project over the Probably four or five years now that I've has been going, where I I use this also as as self therapy to um, work through things by speaking them out loud. Um, You know, personal things I'm going through and whatnot, and I've it's I've (laughs) it seems that I record a, a few episodes. And then I get uh, uncomfortable with the oftentimes brash bluntness that I express and also the fear that uh, you know the founded fear that people will listen to this and um, take it take it more, more seriously I don't know it's like um all of that to say that there's a bunch of stuff on Patreon (laughs) that I've I've put behind a paywall because I'm uh, I I, I just keep going back and forth where it's like uh, I believe that creating a fully transparent, equalized um, path between my internal self and my external expression aligning those as much as possible is what will is what sort of Um, gives me a good life and I really believe that and I believe that suffering the suffering that we all feel as humans in this this world directly comes from the dissonance between who we really are and what our nature is collectively and individually and what we are allowed to how we are allowed to express that in, in society what I'm saying is Suffering is created through a repression of natural uh, ways of being from shame or or various conditioning and I really believe that and I really stand by that and I want this stuff to be sorry I've been I'm scraping rocks on the ground as I'm sitting up against a shed on a beautiful sunny morning um, because. Uh, where I'm staying right now is in an unfinished basement where there is a very loud water heater that is constantly going on and other other appliances so glad to find a nice place outside um, in the city where I am so yeah that's that's just a little disclaimer this is you could consider this the ad for the show so thanks for listening thanks for making it through this um today i want to talk about a couple of things um first of all i want to talk about how i'm realizing that well my horoscope today said uh how do they word it well it basically said like Nobody cares about your sob stories. And I've been becoming aware of this for the past few days of just how... Um, a lot of my life's path I've, has, has been defined through adversity, by adversity. Um, and I feel a need to express the... Experiences and situations that I have been in, that I've been um, navigating through. Um, and I've also noticed, uh, that's another thing just in regards to this podcast and just people and like, it is true, no one cares about that and it is not an, an attractive look necessarily. Not that that matters, but I, you know, I'm trying, my intention is like, how do I heal and express myself and become a whole... Holistically embodying my true soul. Ow. Fuck. Uh, I just got pricked. Ow. By these little, like... Oh, well, what are they called? They're, like, little... Very, very spiky... Little round sea... Uh, maybe they're seeds? I don't know. They get in bike tires, and... One of them just got in my finger. Anyway. This sort of spiky wound... Um, that seems to to uh, express itself in my life in various ways. Something where I'd like to I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about and share about some experiences I've had over the past few days, and how they play into larger themes and dynamics of society and human connection and relationship. And. Yeah, and, and I guess I'll share this stuff. I, I, this is the thing about this, like, this transparency stuff, whether it's me um, bitching about my hard life or some other area of transparency. Um, uh, th- my disclaimer is, like, in my my context and, and intention about sharing and creating this stuff is... Um, to, to fully express my experience and um, navigation through that experience to heal and strengthen myself through the, uh, that act of expression and also to provide a complete set of information to you, the listener. Um, providing a full, detailed Clear and nuanced, a um, uh, piece, little piece of information, is is what's necessary, and, and, and communication and information sharing is what is necessary to navigate anything functionally. So that is my intention, and that's that just brings me back around to this this pattern of making episodes and then uh, taking them uh, off from the public feed, and and. There's many times where I've re-uploaded them to the public feed and remade the feed, and I kind of wish I, I you know, I, I guess this is what I want to say. Like, I want to continue accepting myself more fully and allowing my true intention to be where I seat and ground myself in terms of making this end to not be... Um, swayed, distracted, or disconnected from my genuine intentions, um, through, through the misunderstanding of the people. Um, and I also, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I I also want to be responsible about what I put out, but that is the thing. My intention, like I'm saying, is to share the information around these subjects that oftentimes are, uh, Nobody wants to talk about, but it's the things that people don't want to talk about that are in need of of uh, un- unraveling through expression and communication the most. So that's my intention with that, and that's my disclaimer for that, and that's my 11-minute ad read um, from the for the for the episode. So if you're if you're a listener at this moment, I love you. You're amazing. Also. Fuck you, stupid bitch. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, I'm a I'm a unreliable. What's the what's that great phrase? I'm a I'm a inconsistent narrator or something. Unreliable, trustworthy, untrustworthy source. <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, the, these things are the two ideas. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the uh, the uh, moral of the story before the story because I care about your time, as evidenced by my 11 minute intro, and I will say like I'm just gonna share the, the some things that represent the A, the interconnected oneness between all of us, and B, the the reality of how the patterns and conditioning of society affect us and the dire necessity for awareness and change in those areas so first of all I'll say um, the day before St. Patrick's Day I was feeling so fucking sick so sick so bad oh my god all day so fucking bad so just like i didn't want to move headache stiff body weird like weird digestion like uh, uh, cramps not cramps but like this weird toxic digestion feeling aka the exact symptoms of a hangover from consuming too much alcohol and for me too much alcohol is anything more than one drink uh that's my current statute on too much alcohol so um it sucks i was feeling i was noticing how do you like this do you like the sound of these rocks in my in my hand the goose flies over um I was noticing how this you know i was uh starting to delve into areas of consciousness and experience of my identity that were pretty um you know dark thinking bad about myself blaming myself for feeling bad starting to do these things then i realized um, as I've realized countless times at this point in many different ways that we are all one and the network of energy flows between everybody in, um, in this, in their in, in respective locations and, you know, and, and <laughs> if you want a full, uh, Explanation of this stuff there I'm sh- There's many different Episodes uh, Probably a, a couple on the, on the public feed At this point and a bunch on the Patreon feed Where I talk more about how, uh, The dimensions and, and all this stuff But needless to say I was feeling sick because I Embody the, arch- the artist archetype And I always pre-process The Things that people are going through Collectively one tick ahead Of everyone else noticed this my whole life more and more where it's like i will be going through a very very difficult period of time for a few weeks and everybody seems to be doing fine and it's can feel very lonely and isolating and again i there's that urge to blame myself or to come down on myself in some way uh, for out of rejecting the feelings that i'm feeling so I'm just feeling them and then like two weeks later i'll be feeling fantastic and i'll realize that all of the people I see are, are now processing the stuff that I have already processed. It's always been this way. I'm not saying I'm better than anyone. I'm, this is just the artist archetype where you pre-process things and you express them so to uh, help other people navigate their own process of life through um, through the information imbued in the expression of art. Um, all that to say, I... I had to have a horrible day of feeling sick because everyone... The next day, St. Patty's Day, in this city I'm in, which is Fort Collins, Colorado. I don't even want to say it. Ugh. Probably bleep that out. Um, the reason I don't want to say that, say the city I'm in, I will, will become a parent in my next story that will be coming up in just a couple minutes here on formlessness. The show that's always being. Well, 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 well. Um, yeah, so that's all I'm saying is like, uh, people get really drunk on St. Patty's Day here, and, um, the day before St. Patty's Day, I felt all of that stuff, all of that alcohol intake from the thousands and thousands of people in this general area doing that, and, you know, all the people who uh who are in society and that's what the status quo of society here is yeah so now i'm going to transition into second story by talking about the status quo of the society here which is um one which directs and suggests and suggests without an alternative aka forces people to have these jobs where they are not allowed to express their natural nature of humanity. Um, People are, you know, um, sequestered to very limited and specific styles and ways of communicating based on what is deemed appropriate by the area of work they're in. Whether they're in an office, in a service industry job, which are the most open and aligned versions, you know, service industry jobs, some of them do allow people to express their real personalities, a few of them. There's a couple of good coffee shops here where things are good because the people working there are allowed to be their real selves. Other than that, um, the massive, uh, you know, over the the... The, the huge majority here are people who are working in this societal conditioning in a way which is repressive and traumatic to the emotional system and all of the sensitive, subtle aspects that each of us embody through having a body. It's That is what having a body is. It comes with these beautiful, subtle, delicate, and gentle uh, senses these things are just being bastardized and um, overlooked and denied all the time and therefore people work 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 for weeks and weeks and weeks and then on a holiday they fucking drink like crazy and their souls just creates a lot of uh empty souls and a lot of disembodied spirits so, St. Patty's Day. So the day before St. Patty's Day, I'm fucking sick as hell, baby. St. Patty's Day itself is a lucky, lucky day. <laughs> Great day for me. Lucky day. I didn't want. I didn't play into the luck, but again, the the people did, and it created real luck and real magic and real. Experiences manifested themselves that I will keep sacred because those are that's what I like to do. Um, as much as I want to be transparent, I'm also learning how to keep things sacred and to not speak. I will also notice that I, by nature, have I, I don't speak about the miraculous and beautiful experiences I have sometimes because I do, I, I, I just don't by nature. I I I love keeping some of the most amazing and beautiful things to myself just to continue harnessing and building that, that, that force of, of life energy within me. Um, yeah, so that just plays into the ad of this show a little bit of, of the Patreon... <laughs> God, sorry. I didn't. I really didn't mean to do that. Um, yeah. So St. Patty's Day is like the day after St. Patty's Day. Now this is my second story, which is you know d- directly a part of the first because it is it is still the same theme of like I, I I get up in the morning. I ride my bike into town. I'm just seeing red car after red car. I'm just seeing red car and red. I'm seeing red and I'm I'm seeing all these red you know what I'm saying? I'm seeing red. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing all these red cards and I'm like, oh boy. And I didn't I didn't fully accept or connect the reality that red is is anger and that everyone's angry because they're probably so hungover. But needless to say I did, I noticed, you know, I did not really, uh, I was going to go into town and go to a coffee shop to work because I, I, I have a subhuman living situation as I have had most of my life. Again, sorry about the sob story. Um... But I couldn't. I didn't really make connection into society because I could feel I could not feel an opening. I did feel just like a general, you know, malaise, disconnection, and anxiety and anger. So, the day was pretty good, uh, you know. All things said and done, I'm I sit in the park. I make music. I work on my music. I make my music. I do my music. I make my music. Hmm. My love, my passion my life. Um, and I'm riding back. I'm taking my bicycle back home. And again, I sh- I want to make a disclaimer. It's like I'm sharing this. Well, okay, this will become apparent as I just tell the story. So, riding my bike home. There's a red light. Super long red light, by the way. <laughs> Fucking seeing. I'm seeing red at this point when's this light gonna turn it's too too busy for me to cross on my own terms my own terms so the light turns finally turns green i can go and and um i'm uh as the light turns green there's a car pulling up uh, in the uh you know on the other street to turn man it's so funny how infinitely complex this becomes as soon as i'm trying to like describe it. so i'm crossing the street there's a car on the street that i'm crossing that's going to turn right onto the street that i'm crossing to. if that makes sense but they're like pulled forward so they're in the crosswalk section so i ride my bike uh i'm zinned out at this point i've you know i've smoked some weed i've exerted my physicality and i'm in a great energy i'm i'm riding my bike across the street at like literally one mile an hour because this car is like trying to turn and they're in the lane and i think i'm just going to you know create some time and space here and allow this person to turn because they're in my way so they don't turn i turn my bike to go behind their car because they're like pulled way out in the crosswalk and I can just like make a little turn go behind their car that you know and and uh continue my way now this car as soon as I by the way I'm like looking at this person in the car they're not moving they're not like their car isn't moving. They're not moving. They're just like sitting there in the middle of the crossway. And as soon as I turn my bike to go behind this car, the car starts backing up um, and they and hits me. And I have to like jump off my bike and skid my bike around and um, yeah, to not get literally run over by this car. I got hit by the fender and... Um, yeah, I had to like jump out of the way to uh, not get run over, not get crushed. So, this moment represents something to me that I is the bane of my existence. I mean, literally, not to create a sob story here, but every moment of my life for the past three years through my relationship with my body and being in my body and realizing living in my body i am constantly aware of the abuse that other people have inflicted on me and how it has affected my physicality and so this moment was very scary but it really triggered all of the physical mistreatment and abuse that I have taken um, throughout my life, my childhood, adolescence, and adulthood, and this is where I'm. This is what I'm getting to. Uh, this this very real and large scale problem. So I go around. The car, I, you know, I have to, like, sort of, like, skid and slide and jump off my bike at the same time. I go around, and I knock on this guy's window. And he turns to look at me, and he is a... He is in a United States uh, Air Force uniform. And he is the epitome of the... You know, mean... I don't know what the fucking... What these people are called. Sergeant, maybe? You know, like... Just the epitome of that archetype. You know, like... Short... Short... Really... Really... Muscly... Uh, shaved head... You know, face full of anger and hate. And... um I knock on his window, I say, roll the window down, and I say, did you not see me? You just ran me over, you just hit me with your car. And the first thing he said to me was, was there a bike lane? And in this moment, it became clear to me that this man had done this on purpose. I mean, it was just obvious, the hate that was in his voice and eyes, and the hateful joy. Um, came across very clearly. And that hateful joy is something that I have experienced a lot when being punched, hit, had my, my elbow broken by my arm being twisted behind my back. Um, all throughout my childhood, from, from military kids, from fundamentalist Christian military boys and so at this point in this in the story there's a there's a few things here so I'm sharing this because I have been noticing very very clearly and strongly the the ways that the current status quo of society here where I am right now reciprocate and um, validate these types of acts and I've just noticed it's just this is the status quo of this society it is a it is a police state where people are traumatized out of fear of, of of You know of physical punishment to drive within the lanes to you know to act robotic everybody has this undeniable this undeniable anxiety I mean you see it in the body language everywhere here like people don't very very rarely can someone look in public look at you without without a nervous twitch know, or make eye contact without that. It's very, very bad. Anyone who is, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say, except it's very bad. It's very sad, and it's very keeps things in a literal, uh, prehistoric state. Okay, so that's, that is why i want to share this because i want to acknowledge the realities of these things so that they can be changed because they are the most important thing to our survival as a species is i mean if we will be able to survive as a species is determined on if we can change these things and stop this horror stop reciprocating this horrible horrible distorted nature Okay, so that's that's my intention for sharing this. The other aspect of this that is interesting is my personal relationship to this type of stuff, which I've been hinting at and talking about this entire time, which is I, my experience of life has been miserable. I mean, I have just been felt... I mean, I have been bullied and mistreated, backstabbed, taken advantage of. Um, All of my goodness and vulnerability and transparency has been used against me um, to inflict physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual trauma consciously by people around me. Well, semi-consciously. I mean, I don't know what to even say. So, the the thing about this is, like, any time where I have tried to talk about this stuff... On here or with other people to heal and just release the repressed pain that I carry from these experiences. Um, it has also been just brought back on me to shame and blame me more, and I've experienced that a lot. Not e- not every time, but from a from from like you know, obviously the people that I talk to about this who are conscious and and um i don't know who are uh, people who understand this stuff understand this stuff and and every once in a while i've been able to um talk about these things with with these kind of people but a huge problem about this this is getting into a tangent i'll just say this one thing and then i'll go back to my real point the thing is like the mistreatment that i've experienced has resulted in um this distorted self-image and self-esteem that i have which has made it which has created a barrier to my ability to make connections and interactions with people who are healthy and who are good for me and who are kind and sensitive so a lot of my experience has been trying to um face and stand up to my abusers and also just talk to people in general who continue just to reciprocate this by blaming and shaming me for bringing it up so that being said um the interesting thing about this is as i'm learning uh for myself how to how to communicate with more and more clear ultimate consciousness and realizing the aspects of toxicity that i have allowed in to my self-expression through um, just um, you know letting things slip, letting things slide, letting myself indulge in little ways of toxicity that that you know previously I thought nothing of, but now I'm realizing I have to have a much more um, well I don't know I think everyone's just going through this. Oh, I meant to say like how was your psychotic break? Everyone had like a huge psychotic break over the over the past uh, few weeks beautiful it's really amazing beautiful <laughs> TikTok. there's like this great trend of like this crazy by patsy klein and people people putting that sound up and, and talking about all the psychotic things they've done it's great um yes but my point is i guess that the interesting thing about this is like this thing happened this guy said this it became obvious to me that that was a violent hate crime. I mean, that is the reality of what happened. And I experienced that, I became triggered by that. I also realized, well, well, as I was, um, so basically, uh, I, I asked this guy to roll down his window. I said, did you see me? He said, was there a bike lane? insinuating like it's just obvious that he did this on purpose and so then I said you're in the you're in the US Air Force what's your badge number what's your name and he drove off really fast and in the heat of the moment I forgot to look at his at his uh, driver's license so i was like biking away letting the adrenaline and fear and Pain and sadness flow through me, and I was thinking about all of this stuff that I've been talking about, which I have 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 been already thinking about before this was going on, before this was happening. And these sort of experiences are a pattern in my in my life where I'm really, really trying to heal my own nervous system so I can heal and balance my body because I've never had a safe place to live, and um, so all. There's been times where I've lived, in I lived in a broken-down van once, where I was like, not ever around any abusive people, and over time I was able to heal. But and this has happened a lot of times. I just have never. um, I keep losing access to a place to live, and then I'm sort of my only option is to go back and live with one of my parents, and then. Uh, one of my parents or some of my old friends, um, all people who are in these very... 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 just... bad places. And then... and then... this stuff builds up. I've never had, like, a uh, solid foundation of... of safety and basic resources. So... I'm always trying to heal and transcend and balance this stuff by being more and more comfortable in public and so the thing about this is like the true magic and beauty of transmuting this is to actually see and be grateful for the magic of the universe that creates this as an opportunity to heal so i was thinking like this thing happened and it was so painful this guy running me over trying to run me over but it did allow me i was was starting to you know um um what's the word uh build up the perspective in me of realizing the beauty and being grateful for this happening because it did it put me in my body and i did stand up for myself in that situation and it did i did realize and notice in my subtle nervous system that it had sort of released Something in me um, and, and and moved me beyond and and uh, uh, expanded me out uh, it, it had expanded my aura and healed a part of myself and experiencing that same trauma that I've experienced many many times from these types of people um, again had a, 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 and my reaction to it my choice to stand up for myself, which i never was uh, capable of doing for other reasons when I was younger. Um, uh, it it had healed things, and this is the thing. This is like this paradox between of be, uh, being transparent and sharing this stuff, and it being really beautiful and necessary and amazing, but also how it can just like dev- devolve into just like a victim sob story, um, and how we choose whether things heal us or, I mean, we really do on a meta level. I'm not saying that like this stuff is not wrong or painful or anything like that on a physical level. Like that stuff is very clear cut. Like, uh, you know, fucking, that guy committed a hate crime, a violent hate crime. um, And that should be dealt with on that level as well. But, well, I mean, it is dealt with just naturally on that level in physicality in that way. That is very real. But what I'm saying is like, the way that we choose to perceive reality, if you perceive reality as giving you opportunities to heal, transcend, and grow um, into yourself more and beyond you know, limiting beliefs and traumas and stuff like that. It really is true. However, and I learned this, and this really got, like, cemented into me in that situation because I was, like, biking away, thinking about this, starting to develop that perspective of, like, gratitude for this happening. And then there was a guy who was, like, standing behind me, or to the, yeah, behind me, to the, to the side of me, also waiting for this light, um, and he was, like, walking behind me, and, um, so I was, I was biking away, and I was, I was thinking, like, do I talk to this guy who witnessed this, and then I was like, no, you know, I'm, I i do not want to, um, I don't want to validate the traumatic side of this by giving it more energy you know i want to i want to i want to just feel this and experience the transmutation of consciously realizing the real deep universal magic of what's happening but then uh my lower nature kicked in and i was like Uh, I wish I had that guy's license plate number, maybe this guy saw it, and maybe I can fucking, you know, retaliate against this person who represents, you know, just countless acts of violence towards me from these types of archetypes I've experienced. So I stop my bike, I, I, like, go over to this guy, I'm like, hey, did you see that happen? You see that guy hit me with his car? And the second I said that, I looked at this guy, and he was the same exact person, the same exact archetype as the guy in the car who ran me over. You know, the same. He was literally like the same person, but like 20 years younger. You know, ripped, uh, shaved hair, a face just full of violence. You know. of of physical violence. And, um, I asked him if he'd seen this guy's license plate number. And then he did this, this thing, which I've experienced in many, many areas where he, his perspective of it was the same thing to blame me, to shame me. Crazy, very, very hateful and painful, very painful to experience that. And yet also so interesting how, I, uh, how the universe works and how I sort chose that in some way. Um, yeah. And, and I guess like the, the moral of that story is that, um, and it, well, I guess, and, and just from that situation and the specifics of it, and there was a moment in there, you know, it, it, that interaction in and of itself was a, was an interesting thing because, um, Um, i went up to this guy asked if he had the license but he said he said the first thing he said he didn't answer that question he just said did he hit you with the car did he actually hit you and i was so taken aback by that by that obvious manipulative shaming response i literally was like at a loss for words and I I couldn't remember if I had physically been hit by the car I now remember now that the time has passed and the adrenaline has run through me that I did did get hit not that it matters but that's the thing it does not matter it is the way we treat each other and the intentions behind our actions it doesn't matter the way it looks on the outside it is the intention Um, and that was a crazy thing so then But then there was like a moment there where, um, I don't even want to give this, this interaction more reality by talking about it anymore. Other than to say there was a moment where I, um, that person, that individual and that interaction was potentially like a transmutative healing moment for that person where, um, we just like t- talked a little bit more and he said i don't remember he said something like well maybe uh, yeah i mean it do- i don't even want to say it because it doesn't make any sense it's just so crazy that this could have happened but he said he said he, he just literally said like maybe it wouldn't it have been better if you were hit uh like i don't even know how why he said that or how that came up, I—I I mean, it is fucking—it's insane. But that is the insanity of the logic that people have in this area and in uh, so much of the this country and the world in general. It's so sad. But I don't know. I was just able to explicitly say that violence is wrong, and that's all I'm trying to say by this. And um, he did. Uh, hear that and acknowledge that. So, that's good. Um, yeah, interesting stuff, right? Let me know what you think if you've listened to this. Let me know. Uh, send me a... Send me a... You can send me a... You can send me an email at at gmail.com. You can um, send me a DM on Twitter at formlessness. Um, you can send me a DM on Instagram at formlessness. You can uh, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash formlessness, and the website formlessness.space. Thank you. I love you. You're the most amazing, beautiful, intelligent, and divine being that ever has been. Literally, each and every one of you is a unique miracle who has priceless um, information, wisdom, and beauty to be expressed. So, please do that regardless of whether you're listening to this or not (laughs) yeah whatever bye love you